This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What is going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's up? Good day. Hi. Good day. And good night. Afternoon and good night, Boston Bruins. How are we feeling, Caps Caps Nation? It better be good. Before we get into it, I've got to do a, a quick ad ad read live. Uh, this is unscripted, unlike the rest of them. Um, to our gracious sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code THPN and get all the, the best deals in sports betting for sure. I would say that on any given week, there's several perks to signing up using code THPN. There's all sorts of gimme bets, a dollar, sometimes a hundred to one odds. We advertise it all the time on this uh, podcast, especially if you sign up now. So if you sign up now, I'm sure that there's going to be some crazy offer that they give you and you're going to say, this seems like bullshit. Well, it's not. It's truth. It is so true. Yeah. It's uh, reality. <laughs> Stanley Cup playoffs, the NBA playoffs, I'm pretty sure Champions League in Europe is starting up. So there's oh, yeah. lots of good stuff. Lots to of action. Invest your money in. Absolutely. So, Caps fans, again, that is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code THPN again. DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code THPN. It's safe, secure. Withdraw your money at your convenience. Thank us later. Thank us later. <laughs> All right, so I'm pretty pumped to, to get this going. We have a bit of a fucked up schedule um, this week, so that's kind of why we're doing this on a Saturday versus a Sunday, but it's pretty timely considering everything that's going. So I guess we just pop some tabs and get going, get into it, right, Polly? Yep. One. Two, three. All right. Well, um, I should probably open the outline. We, we, we definitely need that. But um, Capstones, I mean, and we will talk about this in depth here in a minute, but I'm feeling great. Feeling good. Feeling great. What yeah. about you, Polly? Yeah. I mean, after tonight, how could, how could we not be excited? Um, I guess goalie situation takes a little bit of the fun away um but after tonight the the boys look good they look ready no doubt no doubt um real quick league news let's just blow through this shit uh polly jack eichel feels disconnected with the buffalo sabers um they're gonna okay they're looking to move him Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I think that that the writing's been on the wall for about a season and a half now. There was threat of moving him last year. Yeah, they just somehow kept him. Uh, I hope he lands somewhere that's not the hellhole that Buffalo is. And I literally don't give a flying fuck what Buffalo gets in return. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Feel bad for Buffalo fans, honestly. Yeah, it's tough. The Tampa Bay Lightning made history by starting the first ever All Black starting line. In the in an NHL game, uh, Matteo Joseph, Jamel Smith, and Daniel Walcott start on the same forward line and started on the same forward line in a four nothing loss to the Florida Panthers at BBT BB and T Center on Monday. 
even though it was a four zero loss and a shutout, that's still the well one kind of fucky that it's never happened before, but also kind of cool that I was alive to see it. Yeah, um, the game is continually making progress, and you're right. It it's weird that it hasn't happened, but it's cool that we get to see it. Absolutely. Um, I know that you've been running the gamut of guest spots. I mean, we're just hot. We're hot commodities right now, especially with those Bruins, Bruins podcasts. So, uh, yeah. whew, I did, uh, did a guest spot with the short shift podcast. You did a guest spot with the Slapshot Buttes, the Beauties. Sweethearts. Sweethearts. Slapshot Sweethearts. Sorry. Um, and I also did a guest spot with the Bruising Bruins podcast on THPN. And then yesterday, we both did a little bit of an off-brand podcast guest spot with our boys at the Juice Box Pod. Check all of those podcasts out. Um, you know, the Juice Box Pod is a little bit more of just kind of like a <laughs> pop culture G- bullshitting. I mean, they say it's about nothing, but, you know, they do a good job there. They do. And, you know, we talk a lot of hockey on it. Um, we talk the NHL, but then we get into our lives a little bit. So there's some fun stories. Check them out. It's just the juice box podcast. Absolutely. Not the diabetic juice one though. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Avalanche win the president's trophy. This year. Okay, good. I mean, I'm sure you're pumped about that. Polly, do you think that's the kiss of death or what? Well, one of their two cups, they won the president's trophy. So, uh, so far for them, it hasn't been. You know, fifty percent—that's a lot better than a team who has a screaming eagle logo. Yeah, but we're also talking about a team that had Patrick Waugh, and you know, well, Grubauer's looking like Waugh this season. He is ex-cap, might win the Vesna. I'm glad you brought that up. That's amazing. Um, good for I, him, man. Groove I think he had like, been solid. like six shutouts this year or something. Seven, I think. Yeah, uh, he's been good. And I think the Caps, or the Avalanche, it's fair that they're a favorite, obviously, because of their mm-hmm. regular season. They've been a little streaky, but if they can get hot now, I don't think anyone can touch them. Right. Um, I'm just happy to see Grubauer, like, you know, uh, and last season, whenever we talked to the offside by mile, mile boys, uh, and, and any other kind of question came up about, well, what do you think Grubauer is doing now in Colorado and why is he not an immediate standout? I was like, you got to give a goalie at least a, a, a year being in his first starting position and with a new club. I mean, come on. And as always, never wrong. And he's doing great this year. Absolutely. Um, okay. Seattle Kraken made their first player transaction Wednesday. Or, yeah, agreeing to a three-year entry-level contract deal with free agent center Luke Henman. Which is exactly what the Knights did. They signed someone, uh, you know, a juniors player before the draft. So, you know, definitely following their lead. Absolutely. Um, TJ Olson here says, hopefully you beat the hell out of each other this series. Yeah, that's the uh, host for, that's TJ from the Islanders Never Say Die podcast, getting his shameless plug in. Uh, Buddy, you have 
you have a lot of work to do with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, it's literally 100% your fault, personally, if if the Islanders <laughs> lose to uh, to Pittsburgh. Blame TJ. Yeah, <laughs> right. Blame TJ. Um, tank. All right. Yeah, okay. Hey, right. I'm with Tank. That's true. I, hey. We've said it before. I've been a Craig Anderson guy ever since we signed him. To the PTO, I love seeing what he does, and he's ripping on your TikTok. Oh, you have! I will say this: you have been very pro Craig Anderson, and I have been very not Craig Anderson uh, f- uh, supporter here. So he did. He played great tonight. We'll get into that later. Uh, let's get it. Let's get through league news. Shout out Jason Char or Jason Tar. Sorry. Um, gr- Great game, big win. Absolutely. Gotta love to see it. Uh, okay. McDavid finishes the season with 100 billion points. Okay, it's 105 points. That might as well be 100 billion points. That's fucking in- insanity. Let's see him do it against, uh, you know, the whole league let next season. All right. right. I. How? Do, what if he follows up this next season with sub 100 points? It would be very telling. Yeah. And the the term that Juicebox-R used last night was the inflation of points with him and Matthews. And next year will definitely be very telling. Absolutely. I think a lot of eyes are going to be on them to, uh, to perform in that manner. And I think that's a little bit unrealistic. But who knows? Who knows? They could literally just be really catching stride now. They're both young players. They've yeah. both got a few years under their belt now. Like, yeah, like they're mid-20s. I mean, think about yeah. Ovi in his mid-20s. Right. He was absolutely better than McDavid at this point. Yeah. So, all right. And Matthews. but Definitely Matthews. Yeah. Kucherov, Stamkos will return to the Lightning for playoffs. Those guys are just ever-present Band-Aids. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, Kucherov... Missed the season for hip surgery, and Stamkos hasn't played since I think early April. Right. Um, we'll see if Stamkos can stay healthy for the entire playoffs. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, how are you that fucked up? Like how how do you get fucked up like that? Right. I, I don't understand it. He needs new trainers, new nutritionists, like everything. Do you think it's that, or do you think it's just like? That's just how he is. Yeah. I guess some people's genetics just are more prone to injury. Yeah, Paulie. You know, not everyone can have the muscle composition of an elite power athlete. Like, like you. Like me. Like <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scientists told me that. Not That's not my that's not my words. That's the scientist's words at 23andMe. Anyways, EA Sports Stanley Cup simulation predicted Boston would win the cup in a seven-game series over Vegas. Okay, well, um, not off to a great spar- start there, EA Sports Stanley Cup Simulator. So, you know, I don't think the same of all of... So EA Sports, now correct me if I'm wrong, has a ton of success with the NFL. Like, they've guessed it right, like, every year for, like, a lot, right? Is that right? I have no idea. Okay, all right. I had thought that he they had great success with the NFL, but, like... 
we're operating at like a 20% clip at best with the NHL. And that just goes to show you the parody of the NHL and that hockey is completely unpredictable. Seven game series is madness. Um, Mm -hmm. Folks is the best time in, in sports. Like I don't give a fuck who you are, what, what teams you follow or what, uh, you know, sport you follow. I mean, obviously if you don't follow hockey, you know, you're, you're like subhuman, but (laughs) if you, if you do follow hockey, obviously it's a very good thing, but if you don't, you know, you're, that's it's still a good time to tune in. Well, to um, to reference our interview again with the Juicebox Boys, yeah, uh, Jake on the mind. was saying, you know, he doesn't follow hockey at all, right? And then once the playoffs come around, he's glued. Oh, so yeah. you know that's the kind of effect that the Stanley Cup playoffs have. I mean, if somebody were to ask me, like, what's if you had to pick like a certain time to watch hockey, when would it be? For a new up and coming fan, September preseason. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely say whenever the playoffs are happening. Uh, you know, right now we're having them in the spring and summer, so that's weird, but also cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, anyways, best time in sports, period, bar none, right now. Suspensions, Minnesota Wild Ford. Ryan Hartman has been fined $5,000, maximum allowable under the collective bargaining agreement for a serious or a dangerous trip against Sammy Blyce of the Blues. Okay. Perron is in COVID protocol for the St. for St. Louis in round one. He will need a clear protocol before he can return. That's 10 days. He's their leading scorer. I think it was 58 points in 56 games. Oh, yeah. So Had him on the fantasy team. That is... Um, extra good for the Avalanche. Yeah, no doubt. And I like David Perron. I like that he's a hard-nosed uh, player who's not afraid to get shitty with you. Love yeah. to see it. Um, so tough, man. That sucks. I wonder how he how he got it. I don't. It kind of seems sus. Yeah, and Maybe I know. I'm just jaded though. <laughs> I mean, I think the Penguins are all completely vaccinated. So. Mm. Uh, just because I saw a tweet, it was after they secured the division, and it was like the Penguins are celebrating their division title by getting their second dose tonight. And I would just think, you know, at this point, if average Americans like us are vaccinated, like why isn't the entire NHL? That's true. Um, also, you know, I guess. I mean, come on. Couldn't they have found somebody else to give the vaccinations to other than the Penguins? Well, I don't know about <laughs> any other teams. That just happened to come across my feed. Right. Uh, TJ Olsen again chiming in. Yeah, it's going to really suck to lose to the Penguins. Ha ha. That's With that attitude, absolutely. With that attitude, you're right. You're not going to you're, you're you're not going to win uh with that attitude TJ so uh you know let's channel let's channel some positivity anyways fuck all that shit let's talk about the caps yep <laughs> all right caps fans so we do have a quick game to talk about which is really it was quite yeah. the most worthless game the last one of the season we just lost a viewer when we said we were going to uh, talk Caps. <laughs> on the live stream? On the live yeah. stream? 
That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, oh. It's probably just Penguins fans over here, you know, beating off to us. Uh so I guess there was a there was a uh the last game of the season, so we're actually in game two of the series, a possible eight game series with the Boston Bruins. Boston, like the cowards that they are, uh didn't didn't dress anyone. Ovi was out there like a bull in a china shop, uh just banging bodies, taking shots. You gotta love to see it. Uh you know, honestly, it was a it was a <clears throat> we were also banged up. No koozie, no backstrom, no Oshi. Wilson was out there and was JC out there? Mm-hmm. Okay. No Schultz though, right? I believe, yeah. Right. So, okay, tons, tons of um, injuries or whatever, rest areas. And then the Bruins just rested everybody. Um, So we went out, played against the Providence Bruins, uh, scoreless after one, Curtis Lazar breaks the tie midway through the second, and then Hags, you know, um, Swedish speed god Hags, finds Twine and ends the period tied 1-1, goes it looks like it's going into overtime at the end of the third after, you know, it's, it's, I would say it was a back and forth game. I mean, I'm not going to sit out here and say that it was like a, you know, um, it was very, uh, competitive. Like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a shit house in any way or way on, on either side, but, um, <clears throat> 1.8 seconds left. Raffle. From behind the goal, the puck is a foot behind the goal line. Left-handed, shoots it off Swayman's head, the back of his head, and it goes in the net. Like, how? First of all, how do you make that shot? And second, that's his first shot. That's his first goal with the Caps. Yeah. So love to see it. I mean, the disrespect of banking yep. it off the back, not the front, not the side, the back of the goalie's head. And into the net. I mean, anytime that you shoot a puck off the goalie's head and it goes in, like, insult to injury. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's disgrace on the family. Absolutely. No doubt. <laughs> so, love to see it. Great. It's a it's a win. So, in this eight possible eight-game series, we're 2-0 and for now. Um, but... VTech picks up his 21st one of the season. He leads all rookie goalies. OV had four shots and a couple looks, uh, four hits, a takeaway, 19 minutes, time on ice. I would say this guy is 100% right now. I'm, I'm ready to see it. Uh, and I think tonight he kind of showed it as well. Uh, both of us said we were going to lose, and we were wrong. There's that reverse karma finally paying off. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so I guess it only happens when you agree with us being shit can. So anyways, on to tonight. And this is the the thing that we really kind of want to rush and get to, uh, as we're approaching the 21st minute of the podcast. Um, you know, <laughs> Draginski here is saying, ride the Anderson train. Absolutely, dude. I mean, he, he played well. Um, so, Game started off hot, very intense and physical, and really that didn't stop throughout the whole tilt. It was good. Um, great playoff hockey matchup. You'd love to see it. Uh, I would say it's it was even more intense than the first meeting between the Caps and the Bruins. 
yeah. during the regular season when it was like super physical. Um, first goal of the game, first goal of the 2021 playoffs comes from your own <laughs> number one in your hearts, St. Thomas. Uh, top cheese snipe. I mean, this was just, I mean, what a three on, three on two pretty passing play. No angle. Uh, tops high glove is, seems to be that what the coaching staff has coached up everyone to shoot at on the cap squad on Tuka Rask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, right up there where mama hides the cookies. Um, <laughs> like you said, it, he didn't have a whole lot of space. He went, you know, he was on his left, so he's shooting on his offside, went right. across Tuka's body. It was just a beautiful play. And, yeah. And, man, he looked fast. Yeah, all game. Um, You know, that was a accuracy shot versus a, a hard, hard shot. Yeah, for sure. Nice little, little flick of the wrist, you know? Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, So, you know, it's that's in the first, right? Yeah. So Jake DeBrus gets one past Vitek Vanacek, and it's a one-one game towards the end. This happened off a of face-off, and Vitek didn't even see where the puck went. He was screened by two Caps players, and DeBrusque just gets the puck luckily on his stick and lets it go. I mean, Jake fucking DeBrusque. Who the fuck even are you? You had a terrible season this year, like. And he just sellies like the hardest I think I've ever seen anybody selly off of basically what was a broken play. The goalie didn't even see it. I mean, so many things are in his favor there. Yeah, and you know, good thing about DeBrusque in this game was that Ovi just absolutely truck sticked him. <laughs> yeah. It was right in front of the the Bruins bench on the blue line. Yeah, I mean, he like he like sent him a foot <laughs> into the, like backwards. Yeah. Uh, like a child, like a small child being hit by a car. Uh, I guess that was kind of dark. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, a little too dark. Yeah, so on that play, though, Vitek, because he was startled and not ready to to face that shot, he leaves and it looks like he kind of pushes off awkwardly on the left going into the splits. And was really favoring that left side getting carted off or getting walked off. I'm sorry. He didn't get carted off. Helped off by the trainer. He came, he, under his own power, he left the ice, but he very gingerly, uh, you know, Craig Anderson hops off the bench and just like looks at him and just shrugs his shoulders and shakes his head, you know, like, fuck man, that sucks. Like, yeah. you know, I think Craig Anderson actually was just like, you know, I think they've become close in this in this time, yeah. Because because <laughs> Sammy's always out on the fucking lineup, <laughs> right? Because Sam Solnov is, uh, you know, ramping ATVs into like people's sneezes, I guess, to get fucking COVID <laughs> twice. But you know, he's um, he, he, I think Craig Anderson's got that like steady veteran appeal, and he, I think Craig Anderson felt bad for Vita. You know, he he shrugged just like dude, like. That sucks. Like, I don't even yeah. know what to say here, right? Right. Taps the pads, hustle tap, you know, uh, glove to the butt, and then VTech goes down the runway or down the tunnel. Um, old Craig, man, first first start in a playoff game since being knocked out of the playoffs by that 
shitbird Sidney Crosby and that fucking wounded duck bullshit fucking goal by Chris Kunitz. I mean... Was it 2017? Yeah. Like, what a piece of shit goal to go out on. Like, ugh. Um, God, just trash. I was just hoping Ottawa would fucking destroy them that that, that series. Um, anyways. <clears throat> and you know what? You know, that's just like, now that I'm on it, that's like <laughs> one of the worst things that, that Pittsburgh's ever fucking done. Um knocking out such a great storyline that would have been. Right. You know, and they would have played the Predators. So it would have been a guaranteed first franchise cup, whoever won. Right. Like, I love seeing teams get their first ever cup. Sure. And instead, it was the Penguins. Fucking idiots. All right. (laughs) Jason Tara says... In response to Wilson scoring the first goal of the NHL playoffs, the Rangers have fired the three hot dog vendors and the rest of the front office. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm sure they did. <laughs> um, first goal of the second. Looks like it's Ovi's, but in fact, uh, it's Brennan Dillon. Uh, from the point, just a nice little wrister. And does it, it does hit something, though, in the front, or no? Uh, I'm not sure. Goes in clean apparently. I I don't know. I mean, but from Dylan. Love love seeing Caps Twitter's whipping boy. Yeah, big stuff. <laughs> Everybody just shits on Dylan. I I, know. I love Dylan. And I like him. Look look at this clutch. Right, right. Puts us up two one. Uh, but Richie ties the game. Uh, so on on the power play. Now, this goal, you know, I don't think it's Craig Anderson's fault at all. It hits like four players in front, ping-pongs around, and and just leaks in on the on his right side. Yeah. It's tough. But it's tied now. All right. So, going into the third, a lot of chances for both teams. No score. Uh, just under five minutes into OT, though. Nick Dowd tips in an Oshi Ripper from the point. I mean, this... This all right. So the Caps hit a couple posts throughout this game, right? Um, and then on the other hand, who's I think Marchand had a great chance, but that springs the the Caps out, and it's a four on three the other way, I think. Yeah. And Oshie's the trail guy. Tom Wilson, you know, breaks plane on on the uh, blue line. Feeds a perfect pass to Oshie, and he just lets it rip. And looks like Dowd is going to get credit for that goal. Uh, Tuka Rask has it. He's like, he sees it, and then boom, tipped in front, through the five hole, leaks in. I can't believe that we're talking about the playoffs right now, but because of the, the season it is in, like, you know, we're in the spring, we're about to hit summer. It's a one nothing series lead for the Caps, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited that Dowd gets that because now he's in the history books. You know, he's gonna have this is a highlight that will live on. Oh know, yeah, this this is something that he can hang his hat on. Obviously, he wants more, but in terms of individual success, yeah, this is something that yeah you put that up on the wall. And you talk about it. He's going to tell all his grandkids about it. Yeah, I would. 
Additionally, Dowd's line did an excellent job of shutting down that perfection line, if you will. Yeah, none of them scored. Yeah, none of them. They were all somewhat invisible. Pasternak, I think, dings post once. But, you know, it's not even a shot on net, bud. Suck a dick. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I and that's what I was saying to everybody that I guess spotted on. was that if our fourth line can be effective in shutting down the perfection line, you know, the Bruins are an incredibly top-heavy team. Yeah. All of their scoring comes with the first line. You know, all of the get all of the hosts that I talked to this week were just like so hard for finally now we're getting some depth scoring from the second line. I'm like, from the second line, like you need scoring from the fourth and third. And our our fourth line coming down the stretch has been very productive in both offense and being able to stifle uh team's first line. So <laughs> dude, I love it. I think that that's this is exactly what we wanted, and there's no better person to have gotten that OT winner than a fourth liner. I love to see it. Um, additionally, I mean, he he was probably heading off, if not on a rush, right? Because it was him and Hags. Right. I think Hathaway had changed for Osh, Osh babe. So, I mean, amazing stuff, right? Absolutely. I mean... Oh, no, no, that would have been four forwards. I'm sorry, that... Dowd was out there for some reason, but who knows why. The only the, change. the only thing that would have been better than one of the fourth liners would have been Ovi. Right, right. So this but, is just about as good as it gets. Yeah, but speaking of Ovi, he had an assist in four hits, including <laughs> truck stick on DeBrusque. Yeah. I mean, he was a physical presence all night. You love to see it from your captain. Uh, I think that the Caps... We're just bowling over the Bruins. Uh, I, the Bruins were physical as well. They got in on our D and lay the body against the boards, as, as any NHL team, I think, would and should. Uh, but the big part of it here is that they're just hitting guys that are bigger. I mean, they, they're outmatching the physical game, as I think that all teams are in the NHL when it comes to playing against the Caps. Absolutely. Um, I said that on – well, it's late. <laughs> I said that on uh, Slapshot Sweethearts that I think this will be the most physical series in the entire playoffs. Probably. Every, every round. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. And like I said, I mean, this is – I don't think anyone can fu- – I mean, we doubled down on this and then tripled down on it with the uh, Chara acquisition and, or, and the Mantha acquisition. So we want big guys who have skill. And can skate, and that is exactly what we have. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Great stuff. I love to see the Caps playing good DC hockey. Um, I love to see the fourth line shutting down their first line. Because, as you can see, I mean, you've got DeBrusque. He's, he's, he scored, but like... And then it was a power play goal. So, which was honestly luck. Because it hit three people in front. Right. Um, solid effort by the Caps here. Outshot the opponent by a good margin, too. Yeah. Uh, and this is what you want out of a game one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially at home. You know, give that extra juice. Um, I don't know. I'm... 
I knew Boston was on the downswing harder than the the Caps for sure. I think uh, at the beginning of the season, but again, you know, and the, something I said on all my guest spots was that like, look, the Bruins, you know, you know what you're going to get every night. They play a consistent, defensively sound game on the team play as far as team play is concerned. But like, I, I mean, the the higher highs, and I think come from the Caps. For we sure. can elevate higher. Yeah. When playing at best. Uh, during this game, though, Caps fans still know Samsonov, obviously, which is why Craig Anderson comes in in relief for uh, Vitek Vanacek and no Kuznetsov. Now, the, the minimum COVID protocol is 10 games or 10 days, from what I understand. This is now day 12 for both of them. So either the team has said fuck off and chill out for another few games and see what we can do without you or they're really fucking sick. Yeah. Um I saw a quote from Laviolette that he wasn't going to talk about them today mm. and he might answer questions either after the game or on Sunday. Okay. So, by the time this drops on our platform, we may have answers. Right. If Vitek's really hurt and Sammy's out, we could see Anderson with Copley or Fukale right. as the backup. That's very true. Imagine Fukale coming up, who at one point was a number one draft pick by... Uh, or the first round draft pick by Montreal and did not deliver, took years in the E and the A, but primarily the EC, the coast and gets a shot at a cup with the Washington Capitals. I mean, imagine that storyline. He's apparently been lights out in the AHL. Copley has been doing well as, uh, as well, but I don't know. I mean, we've been over it a million times caps fans if you want to start in net in dc you have to steal a net so who knows what happens here obviously we hope that nothing is wrong with vtech that was his first you know he lasted less than a period in his first playoff start after having an absolute standout rookie year in in between the pipes i I mean, when it comes to that, like, fuck, that sucks for him. But what can you do? If you can't play, you can't play. Right. So, anyways. Wilson with an assist on the game-winning goal and the first goal. Oshie with two assists and four hits. Brendan Dillon with a goal, six hits, three blocks. Is that your first star, Paulie? Oh, yeah. He's he's my uh, MVP. If if I had to pick three stars, it'd probably be Dylan, Anderson, Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Brendan Dylan does get a lot of ire from the Caps faithful, but I think that that's complete and utter bullshit. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the dude's a stud. He's yeah. a huge body. Uh, he absolutely destroys people on the ice, and he showed it tonight. 
I mean, he's hitting guys who touch the puck. He's bowling people over as if they're children. I mean, it's it's great. I love to see it. This is a team that is built for this this type of game in the playoffs. There is, and and we came out and showed it, man. I mean, I don't think that, yeah, the the Bruins were physical as well, but I think it was very apparent who was the more the more successful, if you will, at being physical. Absolutely, and you know, even though the power plays were skewed for for Boston, one for the Caps, mm-hmm. um, you know, we could spend forever talking about how bad the officiating was tonight. Yeah, we could um, have a whole fucking podcast on shitting on refs. Yeah, I mean, Oshi got quite the treatment on one play. Basically got hit in the head twice. His helmet pops off. No call. Um, but, you know, the Caps rose above that, and I'm glad that they won so that we didn't have to sit here and, you know, be whiners and blame the refs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I probably, I usually don't blame the refs, but because we all know how shitty the NHL officiating is. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, tonight was bad. Um, and, but you know what? If you're not going to, if, if it's like this the entire playoffs, then it's like this the entire playoffs. That lends itself to the Caps game. Yeah. You know, it's a double-edged sword. If you're going to go out there and, and hit a lot, you're going to take penalties. I mean, if you're going to be a physically engaging team and a huge team like that, like the Caps are, you're going to take penalties. That's just the nature of the beast. But to see our power, our penalty kill be, you know, I mean, they scored on their only one, so they're 100% there in that aspect. But, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, 25% on the, on the penalty kill a night. But, you know, of four... In a, play, a first game of a playoff series, that's fine. I, I don't mind that. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think if you can consistently kill 75%, you're yeah. in a good spot. And of those three other penalties that we took, the Bruins could really not get set up. I mean, they. I think the Bruins had a few times where they were dangerous, but it was fleeting. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, they had that crazy scramble when Craig Anderson lost track of the puck at one at his feet and it kind of was like spinning around. He had his back facing the outside of the net and whatnot. So you never want to see a goalie do that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that was, uh, that was one of the times, uh, Pasenak hit the post once. But I think that the majority of the good chances came from the Caps. I think that the Caps held the puck a lot more and controlled play and dictated the pace. Uh, I would say a, a noticeably, and I have no numbers behind it, but noticeably better or more time than, than the Bruins did. And I think the caps are just a little bit more dangerous. For sure. At, at least they were tonight. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, oh, against <laughs> he's back. Yes, hello, boys. I couldn't hear you much earlier. Was in a bar. All right, yeah, nice. Uh, ride the Anderson train and pray to St. Thomas. 1-0, hugely dub. We're going to the cup. Easy, easy. Don't jinx it there, Tyler. But uh, let's fucking go rock the red. Absolutely, yes. So, and you know. Well, shout out to, to Drogs because yeah. he showed up 
and was just in the audience while we recorded our guest spot on the juice box. Yeah, so the juice box pod has like an entourage that they get to watch their live show, which their show is good. And they film it and they do all that stuff. They need to get into that live stream game because I think that a lot of people would tune into that. Um, and But yeah, every time I go there, I'm like, Jesus, your guys' setup is like way better than ours. Yeah, man. He yeah. he was rocking the red, showed up in a cap shirt, and yeah, you just love to see it. Absolutely. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, and I finally got to meet him too in person, so real cool dude. Fucking A. Shout out. Shout out, Drox. Um, next week's games. Game two at home, May 17th at 7.30. Game three at Boston, May 19th, 6.30. Game four at Boston, May 21st. 6.30, and then Game 5 back at home. Time to be determined. Hopefully it's not a matinee. May 23rd. Um, we will be live with Carl Osner on Wednesday. That'll be our Monday epi. And then we're going to uh, cover everything by the end of the series. So Thursday is the last game of the series. But we will cover anything that we miss probably that Sunday when they play right so we'll be doing a thursday epi i don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna figure that all out but uh we'll be recording on sunday going live doing all the things that we do uh and and uh you know figuring it out from there but yeah the week after the series ends that's when you'll be hearing our breakdown hopefully it's caps moving on to the second round man yeah um, and so, you know, let's predict the games two through five. I think two to two caps are up three to two after five, three to two after five. Yeah. Are you making me do a fucking prediction? Yeah. That's why I put it in the outline. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Just the next four games. So, t- so Drogs goes, <laughs> we got to get a live stream with the juice box. Uh, I'm coming to watch the capture boys. Yeah, absolutely. I would be down for that. Uh, especially if we tee off against the penguins because there's penguins fans there. I'm doing that to stall. Dude, after tonight's performance, mm-hmm. if we can build on this, I'm not going to say sweep. Jesus. I'm not going to say sweep. But you're saying four to one. You think we wrap it up by game five. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Fuck you, dude. Why do you make me do this? We should have. I wanted to tell you. I didn't want to fucking do any predictions. Well, yeah, you should have done that. All right. Yeah, I think we finished this out in five. All right. Yeah, fuck it. All right. I think we well, you know what? I'm not a fucking coward. I'm not, I'm not a fucking coward at all. All right. Well, while we're at it, let's let's uh okay. So you think 4 to 1. So no, yeah. So here's what I think. I think that we are going to win at home again. I think that Boston hits us in the mouth first game back in uh whatever their fucking TD Garden. TD Garden. And I think that we win the next two. I think that we answer in Boston. I think it's going to be by way of very traditional pre like the past five year 
uh, where home ice advantage doesn't matter and all that shit. I think that home ice advantage is going to matter this time for this series. And the way, if we can continue to play the way that we played tonight, I think that we'll probably take all those games in regulation too. Okay. Um, the wins. We might go to OT and the loss, whatever. But I think that game two, we probably win at home. I think that Boston takes the day off, comes back. Dumbass Bruce Cassidy with his fucking bald spot, you know, eyeing you in the fucking face, uh, does make some adjustments, does whatever. But here, here's why I like what the, the main reason that I'm saying this is because, like I said, the Boston Bruins have been traditionally and are an incredibly top heavy team. Right. They have one line. That scores the majority of their goals. Um, they are, they're, uh, that's it. I mean, they're, they're, they rely on their team defense a lot mm-hmm. to generate chances, but, you know, they, they, their, their magic really just happens on the first line. So if we can contain that first line and deal with their secondary scoring, we can outscore them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with our depth. Now, obviously, Craig Anderson, the goalie situation is, is glaring and, and true. It's a very it's concerning to say the fucking least. But if we play like we play now today, where we mitigate all those, those shots, uh, keep that stuff to the outside and have them basically the only way that the Bruins have scored was off a broken play and a goalie injury and a fucking three-time bounce in front of the net, if you break it down, right? I mean, it was a lucky deflection off of three different people that put the the second goal in Mm -hmm. to tie it. So that to me says that you just really have to – they're just relying on their muckers and grinders to get in front of Craig Anderson. If we can clear the front and continue to uh, impose our will physically – yeah, I think I think we win in five here. All right. Well, Drog says six, riding the Craig Anderson train. Yeah. Um, I think the Caps win in seven. And while we're at it, and since you okay. want to do it so much, we're gonna okay. we're gonna make complete predictions. Oh, um, what? Yeah, I put mine in there. So I'll go first oh, while you think Christ. about it. Um, so I think the Avs. Beat. Wait, wait. So you're talking about the? What do you mean? Complete predictions. Explain like, that. Your cup favorite. Oh. So, I think the Avs beat Carolina in the cup. The Caps make the final four, lose to Carolina. The Avs beat Edmonton, and Avs get the cup. You're f- you're. What are you even doing on this podcast? I'm just trying to give a just my opinion. With that prediction, I might as well just say the Caps sweep the Bruins and everybody else, and they win in a perfect sixteen. Uh, I don't think what I said is really that unrealistic. <laughs> I don't think the Avs have it this year, man. They might not, but that's what I'm going with. I think the Avs are out in the second round. 
Hmm. And it's, what, Vegas or Minnesota? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think Vegas may see a conference final. Yeah. And, you know, I think anyone in in the West has the ability to go to the Cup. Hold on. Let me pull up the... Let me pull it up. So, Minnesota's a sleeper in the West. We yeah. We covered that. Um... Holy shit! Oh no. Okay, that's that was a that was not. I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought I saw Vancouver and Edmonton four one. I was like, what the fuck's going on in my life? Um. Okay, so. All right, Jesus Christ, Paul! I can't believe you made me do this. Okay, so we've got out of the East. I think the Caps go. All right. Which I out said. of, yeah, and then they're gonna have to play what a Canadian team. Would no, it, it depends on who makes Seating. it. It's all reseeded. Are you sure? Every round, I thought they no. After you make it out of the divisional, yeah, then it's the top seed versus the low seed in league standings. Okay, um, then who? So then we'd play Vegas, because I think Vegas is going to come out of the West, unfortunately. I don't think the Blues have a chance. And Minnesota or Vegas is a coin flip to me. So it's going to be Colorado versus Vegas or Minnesota. Uh, Smart money, I think, is on Vegas. And I don't think Vegas... I don't think Vegas loses there. All right. And so what, that's a conference final, right? Um... I think that they will play Carolina. Fuck, we might be at the same thing. I think that the Maple Leafs probably make it out of, I think they're in a conference final. All right, so go to league standings. Okay, hold on. Okay. All right, so you got Vegas as the top seed playing the Caps. Yeah. And Toronto playing Carolina. Yeah. And I think uh, I think Carolina smacks Toronto in the mouth in five games, and then I think that Washington beats Vegas in six, and it's and it's a seven game series, and Washington beats Carolina. All right, there it is. We'll see. I don't even know what I just said. I'm taking no responsibility for the last. Five minutes of this podcast. Well, it's on record, so <laughs> can't erase it. Uh, yeah. Well, fuck you for not having so much faith in the Washington Capitals. I thought they played quite inspired hockey. This is an amazing turn of events because they look good uh, against a their depleted roster. They have no Kuznetsov. They're number two center, and they are you know killing it right now so if they can continue this goaltending uh, with the team play is this good goal and and you're shutting down the only scoring threat or the the main scoring threat of the boston bruins i think that if we can continue that trend then it becomes more habit Mm -hmm. for a team and it's so much easier to shut down one line than three or four so 
I'm waiting for that time when the fourth line scores against the first line. That would be nice. And that probably is a turning point where it's like, you're fucking done, Boston. Maybe I'm riding high and I'm drunk. So yeah, there's that. But <laughs> you know what? I've never been wrong. So never. There it is. Cavs fans, it's late. We'll 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 cut it at this. <laughs> I'm incredibly impressed by the Capitals' performance tonight. I think Ovi is leading the way, setting the example for how we bang. You know, the only thing that the the Bruins could really get away with was the cheap, dirty shit that mm-hmm. was on the edge. We were just bowling guys over. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to open up Twitter and see like, oh, well, the Capitals played so dirty. And it's like, shut the fuck up. No way. Yeah. The Caps played very physical and clean. Yeah. And that's what you love to see. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's one thing to win on the scoreboard, but to also physically dominate the team. The, it, I mean, you know, where do the Bruins go from here? Your first line just was invisible, right. made invisible by our fourth line. And we bullied you and we won an OT. And we dinged three posts, two posts. It's a tough loss. It is. It is. I mean, I think that the, I think that reality is going to hit the Bruins pretty quick here. Got to stay healthy. Who knows what Kuznetsov, if he ever comes back, Samsonov, who knows. The Capitals are keeping this close to the chest. I'm not even going to speculate on what's going to happen there. So I think that's really all we can say. Yeah, let's go Caps. Let's go Caps. I'm fired up for it. I think that the Caps exceeded expectations for me in this first game. Let's hope that they can carry it on through the through the series and then, you know, hopefully through the through the cup. Yeah. Hopefully they prove my prediction wrong. Yep. Caps fans, we would love if you would leave us a positive five stars only review. Five stars only. And we love that you guys are tuning in. Please continue to do that. Spread the love on Twitter and, and elsewhere. Love all the fan interaction that we've been getting. The best, you know, either way, however it shapes out, incredible time to be alive. The Washington Capitals are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They have a 1-0 lead on the Boston Bruins. And you know what? It's the best time in sports like we covered before. So enjoy it. Live every day, day to day. Do it. You know, and uh, this Thursday, special episode it is we're going to be talking about mental health this is mental health awareness month um so thursday will be that absolutely and don't worry we will still be covering every single game uh on wednesday we should have carl's are on live so tune in for that um to get a sneak preview of the monday's episode so if you want to watch uh, us and carl cut it up then check us out on Wednesday. If you want to listen to it on Monday, it'll be a little bit dated, but that's how we always operate. So, you know, fucking live with it. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, we come at you with the bird's eye view. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We let the dust settle. And then we and then we take a, a objective <laughs> and, and thoughtful. And, yeah. Intelligent. Intelligent and thoughtful response to, to uh, the last week's events. So, anyways... Caps fans, thanks for tuning in. Until Wednesday and Thursday, Hockey Troll, Poly Cupcakes, signing off.
Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.